0: Welcome back to another episode of Creating Magic. I'm Danny
1: and I'm Paula. And today we have some lovely guests with us. We have Naisha and Blanca from Lynx
2: Magia. Hi. I'm Blanca and I am Naisha. <laughs> We're so excited to have you both on. Thank you for having us. We we were we were jonesing to come to the po- podcast, so oh we're very God excited to be inviting.
0: Well, you're always so a welcome back. We here. haven't even started, and you're already welcome back. Yes.
3: Yeah, Thank, you. <laughs> the, Thank you. The, this, the edited out pre-show made it worth <laughs> it. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It was like it's the pre-show that like nobody gets to hear now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was pre-show. like. It was better. <laughs>
0: Someday we may have to record pre-shows and release them as bonus episodes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. honestly, the they behind are behind the Yeah, some yeah. of them are really, yeah. This one was really <laughs> good. This is <was> fun. <laughs>
3: My name is Blanca Gonzalez. On Instagram, I am Gonzalez. And I am originally from Puerto Rico, and together with Nisha, we created Latinx Magia, originally Latinx Disney. Um, and then as we kept growing and growing, we realized that the magic is beyond Disney. So we decided to incorporate all the amazing pop culture and our Latin culture and decided to change it to Latinx Magia. That is me. I could go on and on, but that's like the gist of it. <laughs> nice
2: no, just like keep going keep going <laughs> you, you, you go ahead i am i'm the more quiet one but yeah my name is Naisha soto gonzalez too by the way and my uh, my ad is from pr to magic i also was from pr to disney but again that was actually the catholics for all we wanted to make sure that we can include everyone in our page it was always like our core message in latinx magia was that we always wanted to make everyone feel included and it kind of get that epiphany that we needed to change it from Latinx Disney to Latinx Magia because we wanted to bring, you know, more people over and be more inclusive. So, yeah, it was it was a passion project that started with an empanada. So it's really a fun story how this thing happened. But yeah, and now it's this for us. It's like the biggest thing ever. Um, we have, think we have to share
3: hour. The empanada, the empanada
2: story, story. But, you, but you you finish first you finish first no no, <laughs> no but I, I, it's true it just started with an empanada and now it's a huge community it's a familia for us um we love the fact that we get to talk beyond the internet and the social media um we also love that we love we get to talk about deep strong you know topics as well that affect our latin community so Definitely, it has been a huge passion project for us, so I'm very excited that we're still here, up and running. <laughs> and
1: I got to meet you last weekend. Yeah! yeah. I'm so, so You know, we're I ready at the park. We're always, like, in the park when they're not there.
2: <laughs> we're we're the waiting for Death side. Eaters. Yes! <laughs> and and you, I didn't realize amazing. it. I got home and I went, oh my god, it was her! <laughs> And then that's the thing. I'm so awkward. I knew that like you didn't recognize me, but instead of like saying, it's me, you know, I was like, hi, hi. like <laughs> I get so awkward. It's like, I just, I just want you to be my friend, but I don't know how to say who I am. Okay, bye. <laughs> I, I will
0: add in it was also a chaotic moment because everyone was getting pictures. At one point, Diego just handed me all of his stuff that apparently was not his stuff. He's like, someone gave me this. I need someone to hold this. I'm taking a photo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we had some chaotic moments happening i think there was one day that i think it was a day that we went to halloween horror nights you paula were in epcot i'm like what what is yep. this You're like never at disney and never we're at universal be- but no <laughs> and you're never at universal but that day you were at universal <laughs> we are we just never there the same time we have to coordinate this better I'm at both. (laughs) Same. same.
0: (laughs) I'm experiencing my first Mickey's Not So Scary this year.
2: Yay!
3: Are you excited? What are you most excited for?
0: I I have a certain movie that I love. And Max's (laughs) power line is
3: like... okay, Okay, good.
0: And like when he made his... When a Goofy movie made its resurgence... Everyone's like, "Oh, you just like Powerline because it's popular right now." And my friend Erin, who I love to death, just went. She's been listening to the soundtrack on every road trip since we were thirteen, <laughs> which is, that is all, awesome. Uh, but it used to be my road trip song that started our whole road trip, so we
2: had to listen. Exactly, that's yes. the way to go. I actually you go got with into a power- I actually got on Powerline because of my daughter. She was two years old, and she got obsessed with the movie. And she used to watch it three, four, five times a day. So I have to love Powerline. Like there was no other choice. <laughs> I agree. So, so it, it was, that's how we, I got into it. And when she saw it at the last Mickey, you not know, so scary Halloween, she was so excited. Like, it's funny that after so many years, she still, you know, recognize it and loves it. So yeah, it wasn't my first love from young, but it became through. I
0: through- still honestly watch it for fun, like once a month. Oh,
3: that's awesome. What I will say is make sure you find like a good spot to see the parade because depending on that, you'll see it or you won't. Cause like last time, last year, it was awesome. He had like a total dance party in different areas. And mm-hmm. I feel like this year they like cut it down a little bit, or maybe I went in like an off night, but I, I was um the last, last year and this year, I got like the edge corner before they end the parade. Mm-hmm. And this year he even cut that part, like cut the part right in front of the train and went straight to the back. So do not, Do not stand by the train, by the train entrance. Like, Mickey's Not So Scary is a great time, but it's just, like, there's so much to do with such little time. You have to definitely pick what you want to do. Yeah. So, like, that's why I asked, like, what's most important for you? Because, like, make sure you go do that. Because if not, like, I recommend trick-or-treating is the best thing. You will get your money's worth in candy. I went trick-or-treating on the cruise ship last week. Yes. Yes. Yes, you get more candy and Mickey's not so scary Halloween though. So be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Is it good, good candy? It's good candy. Yeah, okay. it's good candy. The it's fancy, full, fancy. It is. So you only get the full size candy if you go in like before the time. Danny and I got a little bit um, late. We went a little bit later because I'd been storming and we didn't get a full size candy, but it was okay. It may, the, the the stops made up for it.
0: <laughs> what do we get to celebrate for the entire month?
2: Yeah. We get to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, and we are so excited. This is like when Latinx Maja goes all the way out. And we have actually, thank you for mentioning, because we actually have a challenge called Mi Gente Latinx, and it's when we celebrate not only our identities, because that's something that we like to talk a lot about is the fact that, yeah, we are Latin but we are so much more. We are also so different in, even in our own community. So one of the things that we like to celebrate the most is our identity. We like to celebrate like our accomplishments. We like to celebrate our history. And we also like to celebrate the creativity of our familia, you know, and that's every week of this month from September 15th to October 15th. We we'll celebrate Latinx Magia Mi Gente Latinx. And if you want to see more about it, make sure to tune in on our on our page because we are so happy for this month. Uh, we celebrate Latin people all year long, but this is the day we get the focus. So. Yeah. We go all out. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Yeah, that's what we always say is like we celebrate 365, but during this month in particular, our eyes are on us. So we have to definitely take advantage of that. It's not it's we're not here, obviously, to like educate, but. But we are because this is the month that we have to shine. So we're going to shine. And um, this would be the third time we do this. Well, it's it's three years of Latinx magia. So this is the third time we do this Mi Gente Latinx uh, to celebrate Latin American History Month. And we celebrate um, the first week we did. Um, oh, my gosh. My, <laughs> my brain is We did identity, identity, which is celebrating the the thing that ma- the, the things that make us us celebrate our culture. So it was our music, our food, our flag, our traditions, our family, which are some key elements of being Latin American. And then this week, we are celebrating Voces Latinas, which is where we're celebrating like key people that have made a difference in our community. Today, we celebrated musicians and artists and singers, and we highlighted Shakira because she has a foundation. Tomorrow, we'll be celebrating actors. On Wednesday, it's poets and authors. On Thursday, it's activists. And on Friday, is a little bit of everything
0: <laughs> of and our community. We're going to actually release this this Thursday. So oh. for those that didn't know, you can join along now and then catch up next week at the start the start of a fresh week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Next next week we've asked a, a few people from the community to to tell us what being Latin means to them. So we're going to share their stories. But everyone's favorite week is going to be the last week where we do all the bounding and the outfits everybody goes out for that. Everybody goes wild for that. So we are doing obviously a Coco Day, an Encanto Day. We're doing a a, a Wish Day. Do you want to talk about that?
2: Yeah, okay, wish, yeah wish Day is my passion. It's uh, This day for me is so important because we always said that we want to be represented in media and in different areas, but we don't want to be stereotyped. And everybody has in their mind what will be like their favorite princess or how their Latin wizard will be or how their Latin princess will be. So we wanted our community to create their own character. If you if you want to see your own character, how would it look like? How would it look like a character that, that represents you? So we want everybody to come up with their own character and with their sidekick as well. So a whole story. And we have a special futures of creators who are going to create our Latin wizard, our Latin Disney character. And it's, it's really exciting to me because I just want to see, I just want to see how we see ourselves, you know, because sometimes we do get representation, but it is very stereotype at times. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see the excitement of seeing someone that you really do see yourself in. So yeah, that's I Wish Day, and I'm really excited about that day, for I, sure. yes.
0: I really love that, like, to the point where I'm like, hey, can we borrow that next year for our September yes! challenge? Yes, yes, for sure. 100%. We have so many people, like, not just of Latin heritage, but of all heritages. I'm like, that would yeah. be really fun.
3: Yeah, I think it's it's so important. Like, we are very much advocates and and of letting everybody know how much we want representation and demanding representation. And we're firm believers of like saying, thank you, but you know, you could do more Um, because I think one of the things that might turn off um, companies is like, well, I already gave this to you. And it was like, yeah, you did, but you could do better. So it's, it's like saying, thank you for this, but like, this is what you could do next time to, to do better. And then there are still some communities, for example, the very big one is the wizarding worlds where Latin characters are not represented it at all. So I think it's amazing, Paula. Like when you guys go to the cons and you have like a special gathering, it's it's yeah. so important to have those moments because I I so many of us have been wanting to be represented, and so many things that are happening at the parks now are so iconic. Like for me, Harmonious was so emotional an emotional experience everybody hated it because of the barges and it made me it so it. It because <laughs> and, like I, no I know like I loved it but it's just like the way people spoke about it obviously the people that spoke about it weren't like have never experienced not being represented you know so and when it was us and like we saw Coco and then like Luis Fonsi started singing in Spanish and you're just like is this really happening? Like, is this Spanish mm-hmm. here at one of my favorite parks? And it's, I'm so like, worried about the new show. And I'm like, I hope they keep that because it's a true way of representing all of us. And everyone's like, Oh, no, the best thing was illumination I was like, no, it wasn't maybe for you. Harmonious but for us, was it's, Beautiful, it's, it's stunning. Yeah. And it's not just the Latin culture, but like, all, all of it and languages it the and-
0: way they incorporated with music with language yep i mm-hmm. was floored
3: like yeah. yes it was beautiful so I, it's just little things like that like even now with mirabel at magic kingdom like i was there the day it opened because i was like i need to see my girl i need to like see her you know and and it's what nisha was saying it's like sometimes they do stereotype the characters and i feel before like Miguel from Coco and like Mirabel and all the Encanto characters, everything was a little bit more stereotyped. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I'm sorry, I'm not a stan of <laughs> Elena of Avalor. I'm sorry, I'm happy that she exists, but she's I'm not she's not my favorite. I'm sorry. Please don't get to. I <laughs>
0: think that when Moana started, they started learning that they need to really do their research, 100, mm-hmm. 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 and I think um was Moana before or after Coco? They were I very close.
3: I think it was after. 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 Then it after. was Coco, yeah, whichever
0: one started it they really learned and I'm just going to say my guy Lin-Manuel Miranda was working on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how he feels about representation, so yes. He also <laughs> worked well, on The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: We, we, we are we are very excited that they are turning into um more people that have the experience we We had the amazing opportunity to talk with one of the producers of right and she was she's puerto Rican and she talked to us about how they started to do basically like round tables where they will ask them about you know the That's their experiences and their culture and it was a real deep dive on cultural, um, you know, what's nuts. So it was really interesting to see that they are actually making the effort to deep dive in cultural stuff. And I just think it's amazing. We're getting Wish, right? We're getting the movie Wish soon, which is also going to have a Latin, right? A Latin mm-hmm. and Afro-Latino character. Yeah, it characters. Is Afro-Latino. So- so we are very excited about that, and we're looking forward to see that as well. And I think they're deepening their toes into representation in all matters, not only cultural, but also, you know, other types of representation. So I'm really excited about to see how this is going. But one of the reasons why we did Latinx Maya is because the pressure needs to be there for them to continue to do so. And that's yeah. why we, we want to inspire not only our latin community but other communities to also open themselves to create spaces like this so we can continue to create pressure to you know for a presentation to happen because i feel like if there's no pressure there's no action so that's why with latinx magia not only for a latin community but also for other communities we want to like inspired to get that done. So yeah, it's exciting. It really is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think pressure for sure. We gotta tell them thank you, but do better. But it's it's also uh like celebrating them as well, you know, celebrating the the good. Um we as Latin people are very critical of things and we we feel what? very emo <laughs> I know what we feel what? very attached to what is ours and we want to very much um be vocal as to when things are wrong. So I think it's, there's nothing wrong with saying this is wrong, but there's also a time to celebrate. And on on a happy note, it's like we're so happy for the representation. On a more heavier note, I would say, um, our community is also very critical of one another because I think, okay, the big thing is we're all Latin, but Latin America is not one country. <laughs> it's, of a continent of America, we're all America here, but it's also a bunch of different countries into one category, meaning there's a lot of different cultures, there's a lot of different beliefs, uh, but we're all under one umbrella. So, yes, do we share our core core values? Most definitely. Do we share a language? Most definitely, but there are traditions that we don't share with one another. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, not everybody is nice to one another in Latin America, and you know, it's it's not like a picture perfect scenario where like kumbaya we're singing songs all around as much as we Mm -hmm. want to um Mm -hmm. it's it's the reality you know so it's finding a way to come together and um we have been trying to do that we not we have we have been doing that in latinx maya since day one of we are not doing this general generational trauma stuff we are not Avoiding topics that are taboo. We are talking to, mm-hmm. about topics that everyone's like, I in, in Spanish, no diga eso porque, oh, que va a decir la gente. Like, don't say that. What are people going to say? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're having these conversations. And that's been mm-hmm. a strong thing between Naisha and I that we both share the values of being open and accepting everyone and being open to having conversations that others may not be so open about. Um, and that I think is. We've been very lucky to have an audience that is very accepting of it and are very welcoming and are very open about it, but it's not the case in all of Latin America. And we've seen it with simple things as Disney has changed the name of the Latin American Heritage Month multiple times within the past three years first it was hispanic heritage month then they did latinx heritage month and now they're doing hispanic and latin american heritage month and Mm -hmm. it's little things of hey they're celebrating us that's great we could still tell them hey we don't really like that or whatever but when you're focusing on just why are you calling us this why are you calling us that it's just separating us rather than bringing us together i'm not saying like for us um, our name has like changed a little bit. And at first we felt very represented by Latinx and we've done a little bit more research and we're very, we feel very much represented by Latin A lot of our community feels represented by Latino, Latina. And we're always so open about just call yourself what you want. Call yourself whatever you want. We are, this This is our name. And a lot of our name is Latinx Magia, but it's not just the X for Latinx. It's more of like Latin with Magia. Kind of thing. It's like the club um, X. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it also ties into Latin X because yeah. for a while we did feel represented by that. And to an extent, I still do. You know, it there's mm-hmm. I I I just want a word that represents all of us, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a uh, we can spend a whole hour on
1: this um, which I'm
0: we'll like cut it short for LeakyCon because Paula changed the name yeah. of the LeakyCon panel
1: because oh, of- yeah originally submitted for it uh the first time i had submitted at as um i had the word latinx in it and they were like well they're like really careful about making sure that they're like really like including everybody so they're like you know we don't want to like make people feel like because you're saying latinx that if they you know identify mm-hmm. As Hispanic or yeah. Latina or Latino, or Latina, that they're not included. So, yeah. you know, like try to find. So then we called it Bienvenidos a la Magia. Is, yeah. bueno, mm-hmm. Bienvenidos a Hogwarts was the first one. And then since they were trying to incorporate other mm-hmm. uh, fans, um because they are really trying to s- stray away from JKR, which I 100% understand. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we changed it to Bienvenidos a la Magia. So okay. that's... That's, that's, how, but that's but a great
3: one. That's a great name. It's welcoming to all, 100%. And Yeah, I think yeah, it's important.
0: I've been a fly on the wall of that for the last two years. And the amount of heritage and country just represented in that small little group is amazing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had, like, a lo- There's always, like, so many different... Um, like countries and like just the way that people do things like the first one to me is still like I guess because it was the first one it still holds like such a special place in my heart that after well pause
3: after <laughs> I'll tell you about this story <laughs> this is after hours podcast yeah, information
1: hours. <laughs> but I think Danny knows what it is um,
3: she promised Vicks you were there for
1: the. Oh next god! Time.
2: No, no, we need this after hours too. I need okay, to know this. Okay. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Sorry, guys, you can't know this, but we will.
0: <laughs>
1: for the Patreon, we don't have. It
3: was just such a good. Uh, it was
1: such a good conversation about like how, um, in in this instance, we were talking specifically about Harry Potter and like what their parents thought and like. You know, if they were allowed to read it, if they weren't yeah. allowed to read it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's witchcraft. It's like, like all this stuff. And like, even though we were from different places, we had like things that were different, but still things that were the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just love that. But th- just that whole conversation. I mean, obviously I cried, but when don't <laughs> I cry? <laughs> we're all
0: criers, that's fine. The first <laughs> one also had this moment where we watched local people who had not met each other become friends. And Paula and I lost it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because they just that's, happened to come to this thing they saw would be fun in their area. And they found their people there.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I we, get the, yeah. I was we get that. We get that very often, I think. Yeah. That's uh, that's one of our biggest things. That's what we cry the most. I'm not a crier. Blanca's the crier. But I cry when 100%. that happens. <laughs> and it is because yeah. It is because that, like, I think the friendships, the collaborations that we have seen grown from Latinx magia was so, like, humbling for us, because we were like, we realized we were being, we have orbit, we have had this orbit this whole time, we have never met each other. um And this little group make us get together, and we see ourselves, we see each other, and I think that's the most rewarding thing of all, just being able to have this really deep connections with people that we pass all the time. We walk by them all the time. And it was this little group what makes us realize that, yeah, we, we're familiar. We are we are together forever. So that's really cool. <laughs> yes, I mean,
3: it's, it's 100%. It's, it's the coming together of people. And, and from the very start, we just kept hearing stories of, of people just not feeling accepted by the community as well, or of, like, the title of being Latina, Latino, Latinx, Latine. Um, they just, they felt less than. They didn't feel, feel like they could be. It was like, oh, uh, my skin is too light, and people say I'm not Latin, or my skin is too dark, and uh, these people are say I'm not Latin. I can't speak Spanish, so I'm not Latin. Oh, I'm from Haiti, so I'm not Latin. I'm from this place, I'm not Latin. And it's like, no, you are. <laughs> like, there, there shouldn't be any, like it's it's so frustrating because we are fighting against people who are like genuinely discriminating against and genuinely like oppressing us and instead of like coming together and being like hey let's join forces stop fighting against each other just stop it <laughs> be kind to one another that's i'm not Even going to cry
1: like <laughs> that within the latin community there's also like like colorism, right? Like hundred oh, percent. Cancels Dominican. And that is like it it becomes yeah. a topic. And it's like, but you're all Dominican. You realize that, right? Like, because there's mm-hmm. like a lot of but even for like in South America, there's like a little bit of I'm from Argentina. My parents are from Uruguay. There's also like this. You could say it. <laughs> Like you could say that, <laughs> that you're not, you know, you're not Latin enough because yeah. you're dark or, yeah. you
3: know, it's, it's in Argentina, full on racism. Let's, let's call it by its name. Yeah. <laughs> it's racism within our own community. hundred yeah. percent. Unfortunately.
1: And, and it is, it's sad because it's coming, like the calls coming from inside the house. Um, exactly, it's like, come on, Why are you, like this like and i and i think i've had this conversation with karina before i was raised in miami right so in miami i never felt oppressed we'll say i never felt like like a minority because 70 percent 70 let's make it 90 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's be real is <laughs> yeah. you know like cuban Is like very like venezuela you have like a very so you don't feel like but then you go somewhere else, like here, and you're like, even oh. here, it's still like there's like a lot
3: of Latin people, but it's not as robust, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Um I grew up in Miami too. Yeah. Um, I, I lived, I I left Puerto Rico when I was five and I moved to Miami, so, so yeah. we know Miami very well. <laughs> and I think um, oh my god, I don't want to sound like a deputy. W- <laughs> being Latin is amazing guys. But the thing is, I think in Miami, um, we are so like everywhere you go, people speak Spanish, like the norm. Like if you are an outsider coming in, you don't speak Spanish, you're in the wrong. Exactly. Like they're going to speak Spanish to you. And if you don't get it, that's on you a hundred percent, you know? Um, But the same thing, like you said, Paula, I went to Tallahassee for school and like, people would be like, Oh, you're Puerto Rican. What part of Mexico is that in? And I'm like, they weren't kidding though. It wasn't a yeah. joke. And it's yeah. simple things of like, I don't care that you think that I'm Mexican. Like I'm not insulted by you thinking that I'm Mexican. I'm insulted by the fact that you're an idiot. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. Like you're it's not idiot. It's not idiot. Maybe that's not the right word. You are an idiot. <laughs> really what it is. About basic geography.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> yes. There's a word that I'm I, thinking of, but it is the only one that's coming out. Think, I think ignorance is kind of celebrated. Ignorance. That's ignorance. It. <laughs> I feel like ignorance is celebrated in this country. It's often like uh, we're in 2023. People who don't know that I don't need a passport from Puerto oh. Rico at this time, like we're Puerto Rican, we're naturalized, we're born with citizenship. We don't need. We we have this leg up, and that's another thing that that also has a, uh, you know, a situation between our Latin countries because, yes, we are Latin, but we are born with citizenship and not all of our Latin brothers and sisters have that benefit, you know what I mean? So it gives us that, you know, separation. And I think the separation, and we have talked to this about it, Blanca, I mean, our separation between our uh, our cultures and, and the fact that we cannot get along is because colonization, race mostly, and the fact that, we always are with the breadcrumb mentality. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know when the next opportunity is going to come. I don't know when this thing is going to happen for me. So we got to fight for it. You know what I mean? There's no that camaraderie because we always feel like we have the breadcrumb mentality. So we don't know where our next opportunity is going to come. So it has to be mine. I don't care about you. It has to be mine. You understand what I'm saying? So that has happened for us for generations. And, it is very hard to get off that mentality, and that's what we want to do with places, with pages like this. To realize that we don't have to be okay with the breadcrumbs, you know. We can make our own way in life. We can fight for it. We can get there if we get together. So it's this is pretty much. I feel like that's one of the main reasons why we are we have this predicament in our, in between our cultures. Um, I just, we hope that with conversations like this, with places like this, we're going to open those eyes. It will take years. I do see the progress. I feel I am, you know, I am, I'm a, I'm a, (laughs) I am a hopeless optimist. You know what I mean? Like, I really hope that this will change eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I feel we, we see in the glimpse for it. We see in the glimpse of it for sure. Look, I used your,
1: the other day Day de los Muertos post to explain it to London, because of course, as a kid, you see these beautiful, like the, the sugar skulls and all this stuff, and you want to buy it. And I'm like, London, listen, this is what this is. It's not like a decoration. It's not mm-hmm. like, and we don't celebrate the de Muertos. Other, other, yes, in Argentina and Uruguay and venezuela and all that they do but we didn't right so and i explained mm-hmm. to her if one day you want to do it that's fine but we have to do it the right way we mm-hmm. cannot buy stuff like this and i had to explain it to her it's very hard to explain something like this to an eight-year-old because she still didn't <laughs> get it it was like but they're selling it like as yeah. a mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it's
3: like they're in the wrong yeah. no hundred percent i um Dia de los muertos is a subject that we've had many conversations with and even with that post I had a really good conversation with Margarita Quitter uh, Country honey she's yeah. amazing we it's it's there's a there's a difference between having arguments with someone over something and having actual meaningful conversations and every time her and I like have discussions like they're just meaningful like I'm trying to learn from her she's trying to learn from me and it's it's just a really nice com- conversation and we had the, the topic of Dia de Muertos has been commercialized in many ways, and it's been appropriated. But that that's like there's people say it's appreciation versus appropriation, and it's a hundred percent being appropriated in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, Dia de Muertos is not Mexican Halloween. Please don't dress up as Dia de Muertos for Halloween. That is not what it is. I will be very honest and very candid. And Dia de Muertos was not something that. In Puerto Rico, is celebrated much. It has gotten a little bit more of like el Dia los Santos. Like you, my my family does go to the cemetery to visit our loved ones that day, but it's not something like that we have on our altar and all that stuff. So again, even within our Latin culture, we don't know what it is unless you're living it, unless you truly celebrate it. So it's stuff that like we see it at Universal Halloween Horror Nights, and there's a Dia los Muertos booth, and you're like, oh, that's so pretty, but it should not be there. You know, and it's it's stuff that we're like you're kind of like torn because you're like, How do we like this is beautiful? Should we acknowledge it? Or what do we do? And it's stuff that you don't know <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Like there are certain things we do have urban legends that can be Halloween-y, like La Llorona and stuff like that. Yep. But when it comes to the Ana Muertos, the second that you add it to Halloween Horror Nights, the second that you put Um, Ernesto de la Cruz in Oogie Boogie Bash, it opens the door for people to interpret it in whatever way they want to interpret it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yes, you have Ernesto de la Cruz dressed up in mariachi. does not mean that you dressing up as mariachi is appropriate Mm -hmm. for Halloween, you know? So it's it's so hard when you see the like you want to see the representation. You're so excited to see the representation, but then you're like but this is opening the door to... Bigger problems, and that was my conversation with Margarita. Is like, hey, I thought maybe this is a possibility, and she was expressing her emotions, and I was like, oh, you know, like that's true. Like opening the door a little bit is going to like,
2: but open up the floodgates, (laughs) like all of the
3: appropriation. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I think it's one one of the experience we get when we talk a lot with our with with the people on our page is the assimilation issue. we when we come from like we were raised in another country or we come from another country or we have a whole entire family who are from another country um and we come to the states we keep this pressure of assimilation like trying to you know not being bullied or not being looked different or we're trying to just you know assimilate be part of it and i feel like all all of us teenagers if we were if we were raised here i i was and i i actually moved in when i was on my 20-somethings with the military so my assimilation was completely different but (laughs) but it is it is it 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 becomes this like ants kind of thing Plus, like i want to be part of the team but my culture is completely the opposite of this so yeah some they all go through that and then it comes adulthood and they all want to recover it because that happens yeah. a lot. And like, not, That's what I'm
0: hoping because yeah. his mom's really pushing for him to still know that side and he is bilingual. And then they will cherish
2: I, it the most when they grow up. I, yeah. I think never, never give up. Even if he doesn't seem like you appreciate now, I promise you they will appreciate the, the memories of it and knowing about it. And and, and they will cherish it more when they, they are adults. So yeah, don't don't stop. No matter what it feels like, don't stop yeah. for sure. Oh, my mom will not let it.
3: I think what Nyasha was saying is so true, the whole assimilation. I think um, a lot of people, it depends on, like, what generation you are when you come here to the States. Like, um, so I came with my, like, I came when I was five. My parents were here, but I saw my parents to this day, like they know English, they can speak English, but they prefer to speak Spanish. So like, I do appreciate that. Cause like my nephews understand Spanish, but the same thing, like one is a little bit more Puerto Rican than the other. Although like one um, totally wishes he had all the rhythm and I love him so much and he's so amazing, but like one just naturally dance and the other one's like, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, you are your father's son, but you are okay. <laughs> but I think it's, it's just, a lot of people, I was lucky that my parents continued with the Spanish, no matter what happened. Like, I definitely remember many times where they were discriminated against, like, I hop where like, they couldn't order. And then the, the waitress was just, like, so rude. I'm like, what the heck? But it's stuff that you experience. And then for me, I would put myself in the situation where, like, let me speak for them. Let me, you know, to, and, but I was a child, yeah. but I, was, I still didn't want them to feel and this is where I'm going to start crying. I'm not going to <laughs> let it happen. It's not going to happen. But oh, it's exactly. one of those things where you feel it doesn't matter how old you are. I I was a child and I just remember sitting in that table and being so angry that this lady is treating my parents inappropriately just because they don't speak the language perfectly. And you're just like, no, no, no. What she means is this. And it shouldn't like it you shouldn't, shouldn't happen. have that responsibility. That. Yeah. like. But it's, it's not even, like, a me thing. It's, like, you should understand that, like, people speak English in different formats. Like, just, oh. just be kind. The biggest thing and my yeah. biggest lesson that I always tell people is be kind. Just be kind to people. Like, that's plain and simple. But there are many cases where families did come to the United States and they didn't want their kids to learn spanish be- or speak spanish because they wanted them to assimilate to be able to mm-hmm. do better in the united states to be better in the united states um whether that's a good thing or a bad thing like it's for whoever lived it to yeah. to decide but it is something that happens so commonly of like just disassociate yourself from being latin just to be able to assimilate to the Welcome. world that we live in, the culture, exactly, depending also on the years that you came to the United States. Yeah. Luckily, we feel that although the world is a mess right now, and our and our United States are not so united, um, we still have a very open-minded um, group of people around all the states, pretty much, um, so I think we're open, but I don't know, the last few years have been
2: tough, a little tough. <laughs> Puerto I came in into the States at 23. I joined the military. I'd never been out of Puerto Rico in my life. Wow. I go from 110 degree weather to below, like, you know, 23 degree in Chicago, snowing. Um, yeah, I barely knew how to, like, I knew how to speak English because in Puerto Rico, mostly you you get the gist of the English, not great. You have a huge, incredible accent. Um, (laughs) And I remember that my first year was looking sideways and looking at what everybody was doing. And I just repeated because I couldn't understand because people speak so quick or whatever. And then I remember training and with my heavy accent, I was an air traffic controller, which is great because Not only I have to learn English, I have to learn air traffic controller language English. So it's completely different. (laughs) Um, So I have this huge accent and I remember we have to do simulators and the computer doesn't understand nothing that I said. Right. Because of this accent, Um, my instructor used to throw me with like this strip, this plastic strips and hit my back of my head and says, like, you know that the computers don't speak Mexican because they wouldn't even They wouldn't even say Spanish, you know. They they don't speak Mexican. And throughout my entire military career, I had moments like this where, like, oh, on Saturday, are um, are you gonna mow the lawn? You know, all you Latin people are. That's all you do. Or are you gonna are you gonna cook your Mexican food again? Nothing against Mexicans. I'm just not Mexican. You know what I mean? So it was like, and I went through all of that. And for a while, I tried really hard to just you know let go of that accent or not bring my food to work you know because my food you open that bowl and the entire like three miles of but it's amazing flavor
3: that they don't understand
2: (laughs) three three miles of the base will smell like sofrito you know like I Mm. I will be afraid of it so yeah Yeah. and I, I I do remember the like that desire to assimilate so I was so the you know, the bullying will stop. And I feel a lot yeah. of kids go through that a lot. And I was an adult, like I'm telling you, I'm 23 years old, and I still felt trapped into trying to assimilate myself. So yeah, we all go through that. And I think it's, it's good that we find people all over now that we have the accessibility to find people like us, so we don't feel like we have to assimilate, you know what I mean, anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it took me a couple of years to get to that point as well, like, I'm 37 now, so, <laughs> so now, but it took me a while to get to there, to that point, especially probably getting out of the military. It, was, <laughs> it took me to get there, but yeah, but it all started with an empanada, right, Blanca? <laughs>
3: I know. We have to share that story, but before, just to add real quick to what Nisha was saying, it's, it's, I think that's, that's such a beautiful thing that we have with Latinx Magia is the fact that, um, no matter who you are you are welcome and that we've been able to create a space where people that hadn't felt represented before in pop culture etc found other people like them like you mentioned Paula earlier too and it's just so important to see yourself representation matters and it's just so it's it's our mission to be able to spotlight because we see Disney posting and we see the same people and we see the same content. And it's like, that, that's not me. that that doesn't represent me. So it's so great to have a place where you could see people experience things the way that we do. And and we joked, we did a live the other day and we were joking about it, but it's like, I want people to talk about like food and wine festival with the f- the palate that we have, you know, the palate that we have. Like, don't say it's spicy when it's sofrito, like, kind of thing, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's the reality. Like, I, it's so frustrating when you see these people, like, reviewing things and they're, like, in Mexico, it's like, oh, it's, okay, well, now, Mexico's by the side, but they do have spicy food sometimes. But, like, yeah. there's certain things that, like, um they're like, oh, that was too spicy for me. And I'm like, arroz con gandule. Like, how could that be spicy? That's not spicy. It's just everything. So frito is a it's Spicy difference. It's the situation. It's I know. Know. That's
1: not spicy. Oh my
3: gosh. Super- <laughs> spices. But so everything did start with an empanada. Um, because it was, I think it was Mardi Gras, right? At Universal. You- I think yeah, yeah it was. was. It was. And my husband and I were at Mardi Gras and we went to the Puerto Rico booth, which was right next to the Cuba booth. And the Puerto Rico booth had an empanada, but it was called empanada de picadillo. Picadillo is a word that Puerto Ricans do not use. Picadillo is a word that Cuban people use. In Cuba, they had a flan, which yes, Cuban people do flan, but so do Puerto Ricans. Like all they had to do was put the flan in Puerto Rico, put the empanada de picadillo in Cuba, and it would have been fine. But I remember posting it like, what is this? We don't call picadillo, picadillo, yeah. right? Um, you do what and do I you remember? Call? Canemolida? It's canemolina, yeah. 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 And then there's also like this whole argument of like empanada, empanadilla. Panadilla. What's the other one? Panadilla. So um, empanada, like the picadillo is 100% not what we would call it at all. Mm-hmm. So it was that yeah. whole moment of frustration that I posted it. I was like, it's it's something so simple like there's so many Puerto Ricans in Orlando like nobody could have said this is not okay So then Nisha and I had this conversation and literally in seconds we're like, we need to create a space for to highlight Latin people and our cultures and literally in less than a week we're like <laughs> in, uh, yeah in two days we're like, okay well, we're gonna announce it Cinco de mayo 2021 was when uh-huh. it launched, right and mm-hmm. that was it that was the end of it. <laughs> Oh, you well, guys, it, it started with a banana. banana we knew each other through social media, we had never met oh, okay. before. Oh,
0: yeah. I love Do you We didn't meet
2: to every year to celebrate. Um, we try to. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We're doing st- different traditions. We do the yes. Latinx meetup now. Um, yeah. But it was funny, we started the project, we went full blown, but we didn't meet each other either until like almost four months later after yeah. like, two. we have never met in person. We did all but of this. So you guys have don't now, live have that now.
0: far from each other,
3: right?
2: No, so I yeah, live in do. Delray
0: Beach. <laughs>
3: well, I live in Delray Beach and Nisha lives up in Jacksonville. But actually when we started, not Jacksonville, Georgia, but like right borderline Georgia. of Jacksonville. <laughs> Um, but you lived in South Carolina when we when we first started. Yeah,
2: I was way even way further. Now we live a little yeah. bit closer, but yeah, yeah. But I was six hours away when we when we started this thing, and it literally that's in two exa- days. That,
0: that's a little more acceptable in my head. You guys were both like popping at the park every
3: weekend and still uh, have met each <laughs> other. <laughs> oh, no, 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 we would have not let that happen. But now, <laughs> now we're family. Like now we're inseparable. So that's the way it will yeah. be forever. This has forever. this has created a bond that. It's just so important to us that it's, it's a community that means so much. And we have, we have met so many wonderful people. We have, it's, it's just something that I hope is with us for, for always, because it's a space that when we both talked about it, it wasn't a space. I, I don't like people create Instagrams for many reasons. And for us, this wasn't It wasn't necessarily for us, although we wanted it. It was for the community. It was Mm -hmm. a place to be able to highlight the community and the talented people. And we've seen so many people grow and now be found within other communities. And it's just so incredible to finally shed a spotlight into many Mm -hmm. line creators. (laughs) As a pro-community podcast... (laughs)
0: we're all about community and um, we mentioned it before we started but y'all are always welcome back on and if you have stuff going on just let us know even if you're not coming on we will share your stuff we want people to know where to find you
2: thank you we really appreciate the support and it's important uh, not only to have the support of our community but also have the support of allies it's very important to spread the voice and to have not only community, but also allies in this. And, and it means the world to us that you guys have given us the space to rant about our community the most. And we love <laughs> you. We love, that. we love what you guys are doing. It is important. Community, not just social media, but community is what matters the most. And, you know, places like this, it, it's very inspiring. And I love it.
3: You're to <laughs> yes. come to your
0: meetups.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's something we have to work on. Um, we did one earlier this year, um, and hopefully, we get to do one before the year ends as well. Because it would be great to meet up, and we would. Um, we've been always we've been doing them at Disney parks, but we would love to do one, even if it's just like Disney Springs, maybe Universal. But like, <laughs> we would like to do one at Disney Springs just so people that don't have passes or y'all just mentioned a
0: movie coming out. It's the perfect.
3: I know. As Ooh, long as great. like, as long as the writers and the actors are being paid appropriately. Yes. As long as <laughs> the yes, um, <laughs> writers. We as of today, yes. they do have a
0: uh, an agreement negotiation going intense, to the yes. table. So yes. we're getting closer. Um, we yeah. have personally on for the podcast. We have held off on like really talking about any current projects works which is really hard because i'm a nerd Sorry. and there's things i want to talk about but we're yeah. trying
3: to uh
0: of we want to show
3: our support
0: of the writers and the actors
3: Definitely, 100 it's it's been very tough especially with a movie coming out that has afro-latino identity and and culture within it um i think that there hasn't been much there's been noise about it but there hasn't been much noise obviously for all the right reasons um, so I'm really hoping the strike comes to an end soon and that it's it's not for the that the writers and the actors get exactly what they deserve they are they are much deserved like they deserve that and more um so we could get to talking about it because this movie is gonna be another important one and um right now we're gonna stay quiet about it <laughs> yes. so. Yes. But thank you so much for, for having us it's been amazing well,
0: we've loved having you guys can you yeah. share where to find you guys again and so that people can also participate in all that you have going on for the month yes, yes of course
2: <laughs> you can find us yes. at latinx magia this month for hispanic heritage month we have mi gente latinx for challenge uh, we hope that you celebrate our culture with us and we love you very much <laughs> Yes.
3: And Nisha is from PR to magic, right? It's magic. Yes. yes. I was like, is it Maya? I want to say Maya, but it's magic. And magic. Am, yes. And I am Gallivant Gonzalez. And Maya is M A G I A for anybody that doesn't know. <laughs> it's like Latinx magic, but instead of the C, it's an A. <laughs> hey,
2: you got it.
1: <laughs> and Paula, where can we find you? You can find me. At Unconceivable, you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitch. Uh, yeah. I'm also the co-host of this lovely podcast. So you can find me at Creating Magic Podcast on Instagram as well. Yeah, you now have access. Yes, I have access Ooh. now. She has passwords
0: now. <laughs> oh, we got official. <laughs> and then you can find me at Mandrix and Mischief and Creating Magic Podcast on all the other things. And then we're about to finish our Back to Hogwarts challenge. In just Ooh, a few yes. more days, we are done. So, thank we're you everyone for joining in on that. And then, uh, we'll a have fun. wild month. <laughs> wild month. <laughs>
2: wild month. But I until think it's th- so good. It's so good. There have been so many participation and the creativity is always so fun to see. Challenges are the great opportunity to connect with your community. So, definitely excited about this one. <laughs> so.
0: Until next time, keep creating!
1: Now, if you do don't mind, I'm going to bed before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed or
2: worse, expelled.